For the reading of His Word, I request everyone to please rise and open your Bibles to Acts chapter 13, verses 14 to 30. From Perga, they went on to Pisidian, Antioch. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and sat down. After the reading from the law and the prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Brothers, if you have a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. Standing up, Paul mentioned with his hand and said, Fellow Israelites and you Gentiles who worship God, listen to me. The God of the people of Israel chose our ancestors. He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. With mighty power, he led them out of that country. For about 40 years, he endured their conduct in the wilderness, and he overthrew seven nations in Canaan. Giving their land to his people as their inheritance, all this took about 450 years. After this, God gave them judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then the people asked for a king, and he gave them Saul son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled 40 years. After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him, I have found David, son of Jesse. A man after my own heart, he will do everything I want him to do. From this man's descendants, God has brought to Israel the Savior Jesus, as he promised. Before the coming of Jesus, John preached repentance and baptism to all the people of Israel. As John was completing his work, he said, who do you suppose I am? I am not the one you are looking for, but there is one coming after me whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. Fellow children of Abraham and you God-fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent. The people of Jerusalem and the rulers did not recognize Jesus, yet in condemning him, they fulfilled the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. Though they found no proper ground for a death sentence, they asked Pilate to have him executed. When they had carried out all that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. But God raised him from the dead. Praise be the name of the Lord for the reading of his word. Good morning po sa ating lahat. It is Sunday again. And uh, this morning, we are glad that uh, we have awakened with new energy and uh, enthusiastic to worship the Lord and, of course, to hear from His words. So, nakaraang Sunday, we learned about John Mark's spiritual battles. And yung topic natin is about, uh, tapos na yung mission, pero yung mission emphasis, but yung as we embark on the missions, there are challenges ahead. And it was what, that was what we have learned uh, last Sunday and uh, maraming spiritual battles si John Mark because he was a very very good example of you know a Christian na na nagfailed sa missions because iba yung kanyang expectation. Uh, Mark failed in the missions miserably but we know that we, he was able to recover and not just recover but he he was you know he became ultra victorious. 
ganong kaganda ang nangyari sa buhay ni Mark. And then natutunan natin doon yung mga challenges na hinaharap natin sa buhay, especially sa, uh, sa, sa pag-share natin, no? sa, sa gospel, pag-share natin sa magandang balita. We have been studying the book of uh, Acts for the past uh, many months precisely uh, for us to be able to be equipped as we learned how the how the first or the early church started uh, ang paglaganap no ng magandang balita. Today, we will continue with our message on Acts chapter 13. But this time around, we will focus on Paul's first and Longest recorded sermon. Ito yung unang sermon ni Paul, pero ang pinakamahabang recorded na sermon ni Paul. And the title of today's message is, God Keeps His Promises. But how do we respond to it? So we'll take that from Acts chapter 13, verses 14 to 41. But before that, let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving and a dedication to the Lord. Lord, again, nandito kami sa umagang ito. Nagpapasalamat kami sa inyong kabutihan. At nagpapasalamat kami, Lord, for this opportunity that we can uh, be with you again. Uh, we can worship you, Lord, corporately, albeit online kami. But we know, Lord, that in our uh, abode, in our homes right now, all of the brothers and sisters, Lord, members and even visitors, Lord, ng Alliance Bible Christian Church uh, broadcast this morning, We are happy, we are joyful, and our hearts, Lord, are full of enthusiasm to hear from you. So, Lord, uh, we ask you humbly, Father, to ask, Lord, uh, to, to forgive us of our sins and uh, make us worthy of your presence. And, Lord, help us to understand your message this morning. So, as we sit down at your feet right now, Lord, we will give you our focus and our attention. So, Father, speak to us, your servants. And this is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and uh, amen. Yes, God keeps His promises. But how do we respond to it? Okay, as a background, yung sermon ito was delivered at a synagogue in Antioch of Pisidia. So the city is perched on top of a hill na about 1,236 meters above sea level or about 3,500 feet no? ang, ang, ang taas ng kinatungtungan ng city na to. Ang city na to is still existing today. Its ruins is still existing today. It's still very visible in the Sparta province of Turkey. And if you'll follow, uh, doon sa last message natin, nung last Sunday, uh, <clears throat> Paul and Barnabas went to Perga from Paphos. And uh, Antioch of Pisidia is about 160 kilometers north of Perga. If we will look at the map, Paul and Barnabas had to go through mountain passes. At yung mga bundok na to, kabundukan na to mga kapatid, yung mga dadaanan doon, yung mga treks and trails na dadaanan doon, is infested with wild animals and of course, not to mention, mga robbers or mga you know, pirates, na what we call them, robbers. So it was a very dangerous road to take, but there was no other way to get to Pisidian Antioch except to these mountainous or mountain passes. So if you look at the map, ito po yun. So we look at the red dots or red lines. Ito yung ruta ni Paul at saka ni Barnabas. And of course, John Mark was with them until Perga. And yung blue line uh, signifies yung kanilang ruta pa uwi, pabalik ng Antioch of Syria. Right? I think 
And you know, this is my personal uh, view that the dangerous road and the long arduous trek was another big factor why Mark decided to leave the team and return, return to Jerusalem. But we all know that Paul was a top-notch student of the renowned Rabbi Gamaliel. Siya, isa siya sa top student ni Gamaliel. Kaya hindi mahirap kay Paul to enter into synagogues and uh, to be invited to speak there. Okay? So and every time he does it, all worshippers will be in for a big surprise on what he has to say. At yung araw na to, nandun, nandun sila yung dalawa ni Barnabas, was no different from the others. So Acts chapter 13 and verses 15 to 16, uh, sa Tagalog, babasahin ko po. May nagbasa mula sa kautusan ni Moises at sa mga isinulat na mga propeta. Pagkatapos, nagutos ang namumuno sa sambahan na sabihin ito kina Pablo. Mga kapatid, kung may sasabihin kayo na nak- makapagpapalakas loob sa mga tao, sabihin ninyo. Kaya tumayo si Pablo at sininyasan niya ang mga tao na makinig sa kanya. Sinabi niya, mga kapwa kong mga Israelita at kayong mga hindi Israelita na sumasamba rin sa Diyos, makinig kayo sa akin. So when Paul motioned and said these words, I'm sure everybody in the synagogue, synagogue became silent. And then he started talking about what God has promised. And this is the first point na pag-uusapan natin sa mga verses na narinig na binasa sa atin uh, a while ago. What was the promise? What is the promise in verses 14 to 25? You see, degrees muna tayo ng sandali, ng makailang saglit. And let's see what a promise is all about. A promise imposes a moral obligation to the promise giver to fulfill it. Merong moral obligation na i-fulfill na nagbigay ng promise yung kanyang ginawang pangako. And fulfilling a promise produces trust. Pagka nag-fulfill ka ng promise, ay napagkakatiwalaan ka. So, but our responses to promises vary from situation to situation. How is that? Now, alam natin na the season of promise giving already has started from aspiring leaders of the land. And marami na magsasalita ng lahat ng walang daan, gagawan ko ng daan. Yung mga walang tulay, gagawan ko ng tulay. And somebody will shout, Sir, wala pong sapa dito na gagawa ng tulay. O sige, gagawa tayo ng sapa. Okay, we'll make a river para magawa natin yung bridge. And most of us do not give away to those promises because we are so used of these promises being broken or never fulfilled. Pero pagka nakarinig tayo ng promise ng katulad ng ganito, In the name of God, I take you to be my wife or be my husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, for better or for worse, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, to love and to cherish until we are parted by death. This is my solemn vow. Ito yung promise, ito yung vow, ang oath of marriage na ginagawa ng couple when they are being married. With this kind of promise, if this kind of promise is broken, it will bring grief and pain because it will destroy a relationship and it destroys trust. And karamihan sa atin ay, you know what, nadidisappointed sa Panginoon or sa ating Diyos for something na we thought He had promised. 
Pero hindi nangyari ayon sa ating kagustuhan. Nangyari ito mga kapatid kasi nga we somehow failed to understand or know how to properly apply God's promises. So in matters like eternal destiny or yung promise of salvation na ibinigay sa atin, na merong eternal life na ibibigay sa atin, napaka-importante na we properly understand and apply God's promise of salvation. Kasi kapag di natin ito naiintindihan at kapag dito tayo nagkamali, siguradong meron tayong mapapag, mapaglalagyan. Okay? Kaya in his address to the, to the people in the synagogue, Paul started to deal on the facts and truths that everybody Jew should know. So from verses 17 to 22, he reviewed the story of Israel and the Jewish nation. Alam niyo mga kapatid, nakikita ko ang pagsangayon at pagtango ng mga, ng mga ulo ng mga tao habang nakikinig sila kay Paul. Kasi it was a story that they all know and all of them agrees kung ano yung sinasabi ni Paul. And then biglang nag-skip si Paul and went on to proclaim that Jesus was a descendant of David. He was a descendant of David as a fulfillment of God's promise of a Savior. Acts 13.23 says, From this man's descendants, God has brought to Israel the Savior, Jesus, as He promised. I'm sure dito mga kapatid na tulala at as I've said, they are in for our surprise. So they were all surprised at nagulat ang mga nakikinig kay Paul. Maaring ang iba sa kanila ay biglang tumaas ang mga kilay with that promise or with that with that word coming from Paul from Paul. So naiimagine ko na nagkatinginan si Paul at si Barnabas sa puntong ito at sumenya si Barnabas na magsigway kaagad si Paul. Sumaagap so, naman si Paul at kaagad na binanggit ang ministeryo ni John the Baptist. Alam kasi ni Paul na mataas ang respeto or John, John the Baptist is highly regarded by the by the Jews. Pero siniguro ni Paul na marinig ng lahat na, na mga tao nandun, na nandoon sa loob ng sinagog kung ano ang sinabi ni John the Baptist patungkol kay Kristo. So verse 25 says, As John was completing his work, he said, Who do you suppose I am? I am not the one you are looking for. But there is one coming after me whose sandals I am not worthy to untie. Paul's sermon was centered on God and His sovereignty all throughout history. Kung babasahin mo uli, kapatid, kung ano yung narinig natin kanina na binasa kanina, mga kapatid, it was centered on God's sovereignty. So Paul emphasized that it was God who chose Abraham, it was God who chose Isaac, and of course Jacob, and not the other way around, it was not Abraham who chose God, or Isaac who chose God, or Jacob chose, chose God. It was God all along. It was God, you know, doing all these things. So God was in control. He chose their fathers in verse 17. So kasama doon si Abraham, of course, at nalaman natin yan mga kapatid, the first Sunday ng, Okto, ng October when we started our uh, Missions Emphasis Month, that it was God who picked out, who chose Abraham out from the many people uh, in, the, in the land of the Chaldees na, you know, I, I, na very idolatrous land and it was Abraham and his family that was taken out from there and it was God who chose Abraham. And it was God who made them great in Egypt. Alam natin na naging 
naging sikat at naging prominenteng governor si Joseph doon na isa sa mga 12 patriarchs na anak ni, anak ni Jacob. And they were great. They were so sikat sila doon sa loob ng Egypt. But it was God who made them great. Remember that it was God who made Joseph interpret the dreams. And it was also Joseph who said na all of these things happened because God has a grand plan. So it was God all along. It was God even with uplifted arms who led them out of Egypt. Pag sinabi natin uplifted arms, it signifies it signifies power. So it was God who led them out in Egypt. It was God who destroyed seven nations in Canaan. When they entered the land of promise, of the promised land, it was God all along who destroyed the nations that were living there. And it was God who gave them the land as an inheritance. Hindi nila pwedeng ipagyabang na sila yung kumuha at nakakuha ng land na yun. It was promised by God and it was given to them by God as an inheritance. So God was with them for 450 years, Paul said. Of course, yung 450 years na yan is 400 years in Egypt, 40 years na nagpaikot-ikot sa wilderness, 10 years in conquering the land of Canaan, and God was with them. And it was God who gave them Samuel and the judges. It was even God who gave them Saul when they demanded for a king. Masakit sa loob ng Diyos na naghanap sila ng ibang king rather sa kanya, na maliban sa kanya. So, since they demanded it, because nainggit sila sa palibot nila, God gave them Saul. But Saul failed in his kingship. So, it was God that removed Saul also. And it was God who gave them David. It was God through David that He promised that Jesus the Messiah will come. So it was God all along. It was God in control. It was the sovereignty of God in action. That was Paul. That was what Paul is telling them. And God's hand was there when Jesus was condemned to die. Yes, yung mga rulers during that time, they opposed the Lord Jesus Christ. They you know, dinakit nila ang Panginoon. Alam natin yung story, mga kapatid. And they killed him. But we know that the Lord Jesus Christ did not remain in the grave. He was not, he did not remain dead. It was God who raised Jesus from the dead as was promised by the prophets or as was prophesied by the prophet. Paul clearly sent the message that God is in control of history. And that should give us an assurance and comfort in this world that is seem running out of control. Mga kapatid, all throughout history, God is in control. Right? Kaya Paul is telling us also na huwag tayong mabahala. God is in control. Even in this time right now, mga kapatid, na it seems that the world is you know, becoming out of control. Paul not only emphasized God's sovereignty, but he also emphasized how gracious God was. So as he weaves the tapestry, tapestry of history, you see, ang history, mga kapatid, is the story of God. It is His story. So Paul mentioned about the sovereign grace of God because it was God who saved Abraham out from idolatry and sin. It was the same grace that God gave to Isaac and to Jacob and to his 12 sons, the 12 patriarchs of Israel. And it was God's sovereign grace, grace in action when he chose Jacob over Esau. 
It has nothing to do with any of the brothers because before they were born and did some things, God knew already. Kaya ang sabi ni Paul dun sa Romans 9:11, yet before the twins were born or had done anything good or bad, in order that God's purpose in election or God's choice might stand, not by works, but by Him who calls. She was told, the older will serve the younger. Not by works, but by Him who calls. God's sovereign grace is also very evident during their time in the wilderness. Alam mga kapatid, nung they were in the wilderness for 40 years, God's grace is very evident. Kitang-kita doon mga kapatid. Kaya, yung mga nagsasabi na ang grace ng Panginoon is only active in the New Testament during the time of the Lord Jesus Christ, no. The grace of God has been there since the time, since all these things, all of these things were created. And it is very evident in the lives of His people when they were there in the wilderness for 40 years. Remember, sa ating Sunday school, Na the Israelites, they wanted out. They don't want to be out of Egypt. Ayaw nilang umalis sa Egypt because they love it there. Even if they were already becoming slaves of the Egyptians. And then several times when they were in the, in the, in the wilderness, they wanted to go back. But I like what uh, the, the classic edition of the Amplified Bible says in verse 18. And for about 40 years, like a father, like a fatherly nurse, he cared for them in the wilderness and endured their behavior. And for about 40 years, like a fatherly nurse, he cared for them in the wilderness and endured their behavior. That's how gracious God is, mga kapatid. And we can relate that in our lives today, right? He is enduring our own behaviors, my behavior. We're not, you know, living, we're living in a very imperfect world where everything, you know, uh, influences us. But God, like a fatherly nurse, He cared for them and He cared for us. Paul and Barnabas even extended their emphasis on grace to their listeners. And hindi kinalimutan ni Dr. Luke na, na isulat ang mga ito. He wanted na maisulat kung ano yung binanggit ni Paul at ni Barnabas before they ended yung kanilang pagsasalita doon. Verse 43, they said, they urged them to continue in the grace of God. Same thing, mga kapatid, na, mga kapatid, na we have to continue in the grace of God. Because all these things that we have right now, it's all of the grace and the mercy of God. You see, mga kapatid, God's sovereign grace means that we are saved in spite of who we are, not because of who we are. It is in spite of who we are, rebellious, disobedient, and yet the sovereign grace of God is there. He has saved us in spite of who we are, not because, in spite of who we are, not because of who we are. Now, hindi natin na maiintindihan, hindi natin naiintindihan ang gospel of God's grace, mga kapatid. If you think that your standing before God is because of anything in you, your choice of God, or yung kabutihan mo, your goodness, your basic goodness, or your religious practices, you don't understand at all the gospel of God's grace if you think that's how, if, if that's how make, make you save. 
God's sovereign grace means that we are saved in spite of who we are, not because of who we are, in spite of who we are, mga kapatid. So after narrating to them the history of Israel, Paul told them that God fulfilled the promise of redemption. So second point, mga kapatid, from verses 26 to 37, this is what Paul wanted to emphasize to them, that that promise that was given to the, to the patriarchs of Israel fulfilled, God fulfilled that promise. Kaya sabi sa verse 26, Fellow children of Abraham, and you, God-fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent. And the people of Jerusalem and their rulers did not recognize Jesus. Yet, in condemning Him, they fulfilled the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. So, ibig sabihin mga kapatid, naririnig na nilang lahat ng mga promise na to every Sabbath and then they're very religious. Every Sabbath nandun sila. They did not recognize the Lord because they were expecting somebody, a political messiah, someone that will save them from Rome's domination or from Rome's uh, fury, someone na may influence sa society, someone na is well-trained of the rabbinic at, uh, schools and someone that would come from a rich, prominent family sa Jerusalem. Narinig nila ang mga salita ng mga propeta or mga prophets and they even memorized their scriptures but they never understood it. Hindi nila naintindihan yung mga kapatid. Tama ang sinabi ng Panginoong Kristo sa John 5, 39-40. You study the scriptures diligently because you think that in them you have eternal life. These are the very scriptures that testify about me. Yet, you refuse to come to me to have life. And so they did the most horrible thing. Ginawa nila yung napakarimarim na krimen na ginawa ng mga leaders during that time, even if they found no proper ground for a death sentence. They asked Pilate, Pilate to have him executed. When they had carried out all that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and laid him in a tomb. Paul was effectively telling them that God overruled the plans of the wicked rulers of the land. In those days, by saying, Yes, pinatay nyo ang anak ng Diyos, but he did not remain dead. God is in control because God raised him from the dead. And that is what Paul said in verse 30. And he testified further that God, the Lord Jesus Christ, has raised, rose from the dead. And for many days, he was seen by those who had traveled with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. And they are now his witnesses to our people. Paul further emphasized the truth of the promise and the prophecies about the Messiah when he said, We tell you the good news. What God promised our ancestors, He has fulfilled for us, their children, by raising up Jesus. You see, mga kapatid, ang parallelism dito sa message ni Paul, just like what Peter said in chapter 2 of Acts, it's the same, that you killed God, you killed the Son of God, but He that remained dead, He rose from the dead. Paul further emphasized the truth of the promise and prophecies about the Messiah 
He quoted Psalm chapter 2, verse 7. And he quoted the prophet Isaiah in Isaiah 55, verse 3. And Psalm 16, verse 10. You see, David, who was supposed to be the source or the, or the forefather of Jesus, died, he buried, and his body decayed. But Jesus did not. Nanatiling buo yung kanyang katawan, mga kapatid. So Paul and Barnabas spoke about the promise of salvation that God has given and that God has fulfilled that promise through the Lord Jesus Christ. Ito yung ginawa ni Paul at ni Barnabas na yes, God fulfilled, God gave His promise and God fulfilled His promise of salvation and redemption through the, through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. Before ending his message, Paul posed to his audience that the fulfillment of God's promise demands a response from everyone. Merong response dapat na dapat lahat na mga nakakarinig, lalong-lalo yung mga nakarinig, nung time na yon, Paul posed something to them na kailangan yung mag-respond. And for all of us that have heard this message this morning, that God promised and He fulfilled this promise through the Lord Jesus Christ so that hindi tayo mamisled, hindi tayo mawala doon sa promise niya of eternal life na kailangan pang hawakan natin yung mga kapatid. It demands response from us. It includes me and you who are watching this online worship and to all that would listen that there is a response to the promise. Merong response na dapat na gawin natin that is in verse 38 to verse 41. Hindi na nagpaligoy-ligoy pa si Paul. He gently told them, as a friend, kabi niya, as a friend, therefore my friends, I don't want you to know that, I, I want you to know, rather, that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Therefore my friends, I want you to know that through Jesus, the forgiveness of sins is proclaimed to you. Through Him, everyone who believes is set free from every sin, a justification you were not able to obtain under the law of Moses. You see, mga kapatid, how wonderful that truth is. Napakagandang isipin at napakasayang isipin, mga kapatid, that we can stand before God na as if hindi tayo nagkasala. Parang ano to mga kapatid, yung justification na ibibigay is that you have committed a crime and then you were, you were pardoned. In fact, it is more than pardoned because you're justified na tinanggal yung kasalanan mo. You're not judged anymore. That as if we have never seen because of the atoning death of Christ. All we have to do in response mga kapatid is to believe and be set free from sin and be justified, forgiven, and declared righteous in the sight of God the Father through the merits of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing more, nothing else. Napawalang sala, not because of our good works, of our religiosity, of everything that we have done. No, napawalang sala because of the merits of what the Lord Jesus Christ did for us. Anybody would say, and will this discount the death and the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ has no business to be called a Christian. So believe and be set free from sin and be justified, forgiven and declared righteous in the sight of God the Father 
through the merits of the Lord Jesus Christ. The other response is for us not to reject the promise because those who will reject it will receive God's judgment. You see, Paul warned and quoted the prophet Habakkuk and he said, Take care. Underline this in your Bible, mga kapatid. Highlight this in your, in your tablets. Take care that what the prophets have said does not happen to you. Look, you scoffers, wonder and perish, for I am going to do something in your days that you would never believe, even if someone told you. We have to take note, mga kapatid, na Paul is talking to a group of religious people here. Religious people. All that were present there believe in God. They were all believers in God. But they needed to put their trust in God's promise of redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not from anybody else. It's not for anything that is written. It is only to the Lord Jesus Christ. So they have to believe that. Alam nyo, ang mundo natin sa ngayon ay tinutuya ang judgment ng Panginoon. They don't believe judgment anymore. Kasi marami tayong naririnig about you know, that God is love and He is not a God of judgment. No, you are wrong if that is what you are thinking about who God is. Para sa karamihan, walang impyerno, walang hell, o walang dagat-dagatang apoy. Because they don't believe that God is a God of just justice or a God of judgment. Di natin, di no mga kalimutan, mga kapatid, huwag natin kalilimutan na ang mga attributes ng ating Panginoon, ang attributes na ating Diyos, that He is just, He is, He is, He is love, He is good, but He's also just. Right? But the truth is, mga kapatid, our God keeps His promises. And He is true to His warnings. Pag nagbigay siya ng warnings, we have to take care. We have to take heed of that dahil may mga warnings na ibinigay sa atin. What we have heard today gives us evidence that God faithfully fulfilled His promise to send a Savior in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. At lahat ay masisave. Lahat ay may liligtas. Kailangan lang nating manampalataya. Kailangan lang nating manampalataya. We have just to believe and have faith in Him. And remember this, mga kapatid. This salvation was sent to us. Through Him, forgiveness was proclaimed to us. And through Him, all who will believe is justified in God's sight. Yung salvation, mga kapatid, na ito, na, na i-promise ng Panginoon, ng Panginoong Diyos and He has fulfilled this. He has sent this to us. And through the Lord Jesus Christ, forgiveness was proclaimed to us. And through the Lord Jesus Christ, all who will believe is justified in God's sight. Let us pray. Lord, salamat sa inyong reminders, Lord, na we really have to know how to apply the promises, Lord, that you have given us. We have to learn all those promises, O Lord, so that meron kaming pinangahawakan. But thank you for reminding us, Lord, that we have to know how to apply these promises. These promises, Lord, were given not for our own whim and wishes, Lord, but these promises you gave this to us, Lord, for our own good. Upang kami, Lord, ay maging equipped. Upang kami, Lord, ay mayroong pinanghawakan. 
And thank you for reminding us, Lord, na yung promise niyo of eternal life. Kailangan naming maintindihan, Lord, at hindi kami dapat magkamali doon. And yes, salamat for promising a redemption, a redemptor. For promising, Lord, a savior. And you have fulfilled that, Lord, to the Lord through the Lord Jesus Christ. And all of us, Lord, that is worshiping today, and all of us, Lord, na nakikinig at na nanunood ngayon, Lord, is joyful. And joy, Lord, is not an enough word, Lord, to say how grateful we are, Lord, for the grace that you have given to us. Salamat sa inyong mensahe. Salamat, Lord, sa pag-aapaalala niyo sa amin. Pangahawakan namin, Lord, ang inyong promise of eternal salvation na all we have to do, Lord, is just to believe and follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, Lord, to heed your warnings. Salamat, Lord. We give you back the glory and honor. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen and Amen. Kalungkutan 
yung kasiyahan Lahat ng mayroon ako Ay dahil lamang sa'yo Aking itataas Ngalan mo, Jesus Buhay ko'y tinubos Ang sarili mong ingo Diyos nagkatoang tao Upang babalik kami sa'yo Pag-ibig mong dahilan Bakit ako ay narito Buhay na inalay mo At iyak na kaligtasan ko time around, we invite everyone to give our tithes and offering via bank transfer. And our account name is Alliance Bible Christian Church. And account number is 
You can also use your GCash for you to bank transfer your Tyson offering into our Union Bank account. And also at is written in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 verses 6 to 8 says, Remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God's love, a cheerful giver, and God is able to bless you abundantly, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. And as you um, do it now, as you transfer your Tyson offering, please let's watch this video. We are grateful and we thank you all for your kind hearts and for continuing support our church and ministry and don't worry because God will uh, bless us more and more and because he is our great provider and now for our announcements our live stream worship will still continue every Sunday at 9 a.m. in the morning via Facebook live and YouTube so, wag po natin kalimutan na i-turn on lagi ang ating um, notification so that we will be notified when we are going live. And also, we would like to greet a happy, happy birthday to our celebrants for this week. And wag po natin kalimutan na mag-send sa kanila ng um, private message. Um, mag-send po sa kanila ng, ng greeting sa kanila sa kanilang um, uh, special day. And also, our prayer service will be held every Friday at 6 p.m. And please... Um, we encourage everyone to join us in prayer and that is via Zoom. The link will be sent to your respective group chats. And also, live group session is patuloy pa rin po um, every Sunday after worship service. But again, we can communicate to your um, uh, live group leaders and also sa inyong members kung kailan kayo available so that everyone will be able to participate into our live group sessions. And also for discipleship group, if um, you have a desire uh, na mag-join ng discipleship group or wala pa po kayong discipleship group just give us a message into our Facebook page or sa ating pastoral team um, ganoon din po sa prayer and counseling if meron po kayong gusto ipag-pray or for counseling you can also um, message into our um, 
uh, pastoral team. And of course, uh, for our kids' ministry, for all the parents, please assist your little children um, for them to join their Sunday school. And that is every Sunday, uh, 10.30 a.m. And just let them learn more about God while they were still young. And also, sa mga ating um, newcomers and new online worshipers, and sa mga di pa po nakapag-like na ating Facebook page and YouTube channel, please do so that um, you will be always um, notified and updated sa ating mga ipopost. And that is all for our announcements. See you all again next Sunday. God bless us all. Yun po yung ating mga announcement. Um, I hope na hindi natin makakalimutan yung mga announcement na yan. Mayroon lang po akong dagdag para po lahat ng mga members ng CMP. Mayroon po tayong meeting at 2 o'clock this afternoon. So, um, let us be on time. Uh, online naman natin gagawin. So, we will uh, just send a Zoom link so that we can start early and we can uh, finish early. And paalala din sa ating praise and worship team, meron kayong webinar doon sa mga dadalo. Meron kayong webinar on November 20. And uh, ibibigay yung details at yung Zoom link noon para sa inyo. Uh, so just antabayan nyo lang at para maka-attend kayo sa praise and worship team webinar na yan. Okay? So yun po yung ating mga karagdagang mga announcement mga kapatid. Let us all stand up and uh, receive the blessings from God. Salamat Lord for this morning. Salamat Lord for this opportunity Lord that we have heard from you. And yes indeed Lord, through that, through that message, through that reminder, through that promise, to the fulfillment of the promise, and for the response, Lord, that you are demanding from us. Lord, we will be equipped for the whole week ahead, Lord, na merong karagdagang kalakasan sa aming mga puso, karagdagang kalakasan, Lord, sa aming spiritual na buhay, upang harapin, Lord, ang mga challenges. Yes, you are sovereign in everything. Sa lahat, Lord, na ginagawa ngayon, at even, Lord, in these uncertain times, even, Lord, in these uncontrollable times, so, Lord, you are still in control because you are sovereign, and your grace, Lord, is abundant and your grace, Lord, is at work. So maraming maraming salamat, Ama, sa inyong kabutihan sa amin at sa lahat ng inyong gagawin pa, Lord, sa aming mga buhay. Salamat, Lord, for that wonderful message, Lord, that you have given to us today. And the God of all grace who called you to His eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will Himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To Him be the power forever and ever. And everybody will say, Amen and Amen. Tapos na po yung ating worship service. Harapin natin ang bagong linggong ito na merong bagong kalakasan. At wag po natin kalilimutan na we are sent in every situation and every circumstance. Okay? Maging safe po tayo lahat. Open na, hindi ibig sabihin na open na tayo, inu-open lang ng government para maging open ang economy. But we ha still have to remember that we have to maintain yung lahat ng mga safety protocols. Huwag po nating pababayaan yung mga kapatid that we have to stay healthy. Yes, stay healthy, stay safe, God bless, and uh, good morning.